Comics. Movies. Music. Video games. Technology. Blu-ray. Television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. The world we know is gone. No internet. No GPS. No text messages. No podcasts. In a world ruled by the dead, we are finally forced to start living. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Walking Dead TV podcast, episode 325. This is Russ, and it's a full house tonight. I have Aaron, Daryl, and Jim. Woohoo! Walking Dead! Yay! <laughs> Hi, everyone. Hello. Before we get rolling, uh, we actually do have a little bit of news yeah, this week. Pretty interesting news at, at that. Uh, AMC has greenlit a, an anthology series in the Walking Dead universe to be called Tales of the Walking Dead. The first season will debut next summer. It's going to be a six-episode initial season, and it's being showrun by Channing Powell, who is a writer and producer on both The Parent Show and uh, Fear the Walking Dead. So he's going to be running that show. It's going to be our standalone episodes. Uh, they're going to focus on new and established characters in the world of The Walking Dead. Hmm. Do we finally get a Clementine episode? Will they actually have tales? Wow. <laughs> Will they actually have tales? Zombie, fr- zombie Wrong tales. convention. Oh, wow. It's bound to happen. Walking Dead evolved. They'll do... D- They'll do an animated episode, and it'll be it'll be T T A I L S of of The Walking Dead. <clears throat> be about a little mouse. Maybe they'll have Pat Oswalt so, voice. So it's old, so it's new and old characters. I I that's I like that. That's intriguing to me. Um, It'd be cool I guess for them I, to fill in, oh, fill in some of the corners, you know, of the of the, of the, sure. of the universe. That's exactly what I want. I was going to say. I, I feel oh, like. I'm sorry. No, 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 it's it's good. It's this is what the show should now. Of course, it's still a show that films in Atlanta, so it's like how much variation we're we really going to get. But I mean, if Africa could be Atlanta, what what anywhere else? Um, I, I am curious. Yeah, if we can use this opportunity too, exactly like you said, Jim, to like kind of go explore other areas of the world, especially if we're going to get new characters, so we don't have to like be stuck, you know, following just you know whatever. Heath, Heath's big day or something like that. Right. So what would the budget be like with only six episodes, right? Wouldn't they be able to do some do some things? Well, it's interesting, too, if you think about it, they're going to have unlimited, uh, or they're, they're going to have nonstop Walking Dead content from like now till next summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're in business, boys. So We yep. got one. I don't Zombies know. are back on the menu. <laughs> Zombie, yeah, zombies are back on the menu. Zombies are staying on the menu. Um, so, but yeah, that's, so that, let's see. We have World Beyond ends after this season, so it's done. Uh-huh. Right. Walking Dead right. has two more parts, which will be right, and then we have Fear, which is ongoing, <laughs> which is nuts. Right. By the way, the fact that question mark. They mark. They've launched a nuke, but it's still just like, yeah, we're going to keep this show going. And then we have Rick, and then we have Rick I mean, Grimes movies. And, oh, and, and Daryl yes. and Carol. Jerk Carol. Quote, quote, unquote, no, Rick, Rick Grimes yeah, so, movies. So, I guess it's presumably... Third of the fi- 
second third of the final season, I think, is February. Yeah, um, and the final brunch yes. would, would I assume, would be like October or August to September and October again. Something like that. Uh, yeah, stop yeah. Walking Dead. So I would assume this Tales series probably comes after the Walking Dead Prime ends. Right, good guess. It's, they're shooting for it says they're shooting for next summer. So oh, so like in okay, so probably maybe in between. Right, in between, yeah. It's going to be premiere on AMC Plus and AMC in the yeah. summer. Since it's only six episodes, I mean, they can yeah. slide that in. Well, Is Michelle yeah. supposed to be in the movies? I mean, <laughs> maybe? maybe question mark. I mean, that would... be Black Panther: Wakanda Forever's. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> that, that would have to be like one of your bigger things for the movies, right? Since she's not on the show proper, but she could right. have, like she'd have more time to film, a, you know, something like that, where it's probably you know a couple, a few weeks as opposed to a whole season of television. You would think, and given where she is at the end of her, her run so far, where Rick could be, and what the movies seem to presumably be trying to do as far as tying everything together. I I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, if not, then you just. I mean, they could have just just killed her off if that wasn't the case. She's she one of the fan, fan favorite characters. I mean, everybody likes Michelle and everybody. I mean, she's yeah. very recognizable with the show. Yeah. Uh, so you, it, I feel like I, if it's a theatrical release still, which is, I feel like that's a big if right now. But like, if that's still the intent, I mean, that's that's a. That's added value by having somebody like her in the in the movie as opposed to not having someone like right. her in the movie. Right. It, it would, it, but yeah, I'm sure it all. I mean, it's probably all just based on schedule, right? You know, I mean, if she's if she's booked well, up or why, gets, I, I, you I know, gets that's us, why we don't hear about the movies at all because everyone has busy schedules to begin with because they can't they right, have to, like actually right. do this thing. So. Uh, right. Uh, on a side note, just before we. Just, I'll, I'll just say this real quick. I finally, uh, since I'm living the plus life, <laughs> I, f- I finally fi- finished watching yeah. Games of London. Yeah. Cool. What? Holy I shit. Know, <laughs> wow. <laughs> walking dead. <laughs> I, I watched that sixth episode. I, I will not spoil anything. And I was like, w- what did I just watch? And then you, you get to the end. It's like directed by Gareth Evans. And I'm like, that explains it all. Um <laughs> Because <laughs> it felt like the raid, I was just My like, "This is some crazy by shit." So much incredible action, I cannot process it all, and I need to stop and rewind it, was, it and watch it again. <laughs> uh, yeah, because it's almost like a standalone episode. I, I literally want to go back and watch it again. Um, anyway, and then I quickly was like, "Is there going to be a season two? Because if not, they left yeah, a lot of stuff open, and it they're filming it now. Like it's it's literally oh, okay, okay, filming. Okay, that's so. good." So yeah, it's going to be out in 2022. I was like, "Whoo, thank God!" Because apparently it did. I guess it premiered on like Sky or BBC Four or whatever. It was like their highest rated show in like forever or something like that. So it's done really well. So nice. anyway, that that's my that's my catching up everybody with living the plus life. I got um, All right, so we is that Colin Farrell whaling show that's like I want to see this and I just haven't had time, but. Look great, and if you get it with get it bundled with Shutter, man, there's a lot of good content on Shutter. I, I do have it bundled, bundled with Shutter. I have Shutter. Uh, yeah, I mean, this this is the time of year to I, have uh, Shutter. So I, I, oh, I totally, absolutely. Yeah. Like a like a ding dong, and everybody else on the planet. I uh, after watching Many Saints in Newark, I'm like, eh, maybe 
maybe I should watch The Sopranos again. So I've started it on that. <laughs> oh, I've already got you. Yeah, I started Sopranos January first because I'm like, many states Newark is coming out in March, and that was before it got uh-huh. delayed. So I powered through Sopranos in like a month and a half, and it was the best. It was, it was so, like, because I, I love Sopranos already. <laughs> like, this is such a fun show to binge right now. Christopher. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so I yeah, I've been cruising through the uh the AMC Plus to see what I'm going to what I'm going to yeah, dive into next. So this right. is chat. This episode has been sponsored by AMC Plus. Nice. AMC Plus, yeah. And at Peacocktober. Uh, That's just fun to say. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. So someone in the marketing for yeah. Peacock station was like, guys, Peacocktober. Nothing can go wrong with that. No. <laughs> not a nothing, not a thing. Um all right. So let's talk about the first third finale um of season eleven, the final season of The Walking Dead for Blood. Yeah. Um do this. Yeah it is. Yeah. So this episode starts and Daryl, Pope, Leah, the the whole I don't know what we call this the crew, Meridian but, crew. Uh, the Meridian crew. The Meridian crew. Good. Yes. Thank you. Call um, Leah's crew. Are kind now. of standing. Oh, sorry. That was, yeah. Sorry, Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> For the time <laughs> being, Master Blaster still runs Bartertown. Right. Yes. 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 Um, but they're standing on the wall watching um, the horde outside heading toward them, and. They're starting to question, like, hey, this is a little unusual, the way they're moving and the way things are going. And Daryl's like, no, nah, I've seen them do that before. I've, you know, this is this is not unusual. I've 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 kind of seen this. Um, and then Daryl offers to go down there and help, you know, clear them out or move them on. And Pope tells Willis to go. And of course, so of course, Willis goes down there and he gets ambushed uh, because the horde was hitting him from both I, directions. I like, I like the part uh, where, of, where Willis gets on the. Uh... <laughs> Stupid. Willis gets on the radio and it's like the walkers are acting weird. And Pope's like, What you talking about, Willis? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stop for three minutes. <laughs> Time out for me. Wow. I'll just do <laughs> had to be done. It had to be done. Um But yeah, so they're coming in from both sides, uh, and he's like, Yeah, Pope, we uh we got a problem. Um and then of course the the the, the whisperer Alexandrians uh uh, ambush him and, and stab him and take him take him out and of course I, I do like that they they do it like the whispers they don't just like kill him they like no. like he like stabs him in the leg and then the, yes. just lets the zombies get them it's like well that mm-hmm. sucks mm-hmm. for him <laughs> jeez because <laughs> they easily yeah. could have they could have just killed him outright but they're like no he'll suffer <laughs> yeah just stab him in the head and move on yeah nope um so that's our cold open. After that, we cut back uh, to Alex- Alexandria, where the storm is. Uh, there's a there's a huge storm blowing. Um, this cracks me up because it's like, like I've been through hurricanes, tropical storms, high winds, and pretty much if I have my front door locked and shut, it's it's not really going anywhere. Like I, I it, this is just like a storm and it's like, Oh, we got to barricade the door because the storm might blow it open. I'm like, what? Well, like what? what? <laughs> I don't uh, No. And of course everything, you know, is flying yeah. through windows and stuff. That um, was how it went down. 
Yeah. Anyway, it was just it was one of those things that bugged me. I mean, obviously, when the when the walkers start coming through, that, that that's a more legitimate. Al- Alexander thing just can't catch whole, a break. Like, <laughs> apparently not. Bit. Yeah. Apparently, it's not. like Job's family lives here. Apparently, there's just nothing good's going right for <laughs> Alexandria. <laughs> um. So then we come back to uh, the Meridians and Leah's trying to reach Willis, and Pope's like, "Ah, eh, don't bother. He's he's. Yeah. We know what happened to him. He's he's dead." And Leah realizes that Pope used him as bait. He's like, yeah, I was pretty sure that Maggie was out there headed this way. So, um, you know, I just, and she's like, you used him as bait. And he's, you know, basically starts like, well, if it was God's plan for him to live, he would have lived. And, um, Leah's not pleased. And again, Daryl's kind of cluing into it. So is again, little bits and pieces that we've seen. I think the, they've done a good job this season of doing things to, between between Daryl and what he's doing, and Pope and what he's doing, they've done a pretty good job of 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 conveying that Leah Leah's confidence in Pope and her loyalty to Pope is starting to get strained. Like it's it's getting thinner and thinner because, um, you know she she really treats this as a family and these people as as her people, and I think she's getting a little tired of Pope just treating everybody as expendable, and she's not a true believer. Like to like to, the, to the to the show's credit, they've they've done the work to build to this properly. Also, right. I do like I do yes. appreciate that. Yep. In, in yep. certain ways, though, it's almost like uh, we're hearing like riffs from earlier songs. To use a different metaphor, I mean, huh. like we we've seen Daryl infiltrate before, right? But this time he's doing it better, I guess. <laughs> and we we've seen the whispers do their thing. We're seeing that now. You know, what I mean, it just seems like. Um, they're repeating yep. like things from earlier in the, in the season to be, you know, I keep thinking of that, uh, that gif of Captain America. I understood that reference, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> they're almost like call outs to, to earlier, earlier seasons. Agreed. Uh, so at Alexandria, they realize, I, I guess what, there's a, a fire that's out there and the wall, they, they need to check on the wall too. So Carol and Aaron um, and, a, and a bunch of them leave the house where they're all kind of holed up um, to, to go take care of it in the middle of the storm. And, and Gracie's like, well, why, why do you have to go? And I, I thought there was, was a really good moment between them because, you know, Aaron, again, good writing because Aaron's like, hey, I can't. I can't ask somebody to go out there and do something that I wouldn't be willing to do myself. And like, that's, you know, I've got a, it isn't Aaron just being reckless to be Aaron or Aaron being like, you know, super, you know, macho come, you know, commit like I'm, I'm in charge, you know, kind of taking charge kind of thing. It's, it's legitimately like, um, you know, he, he feels, he feels very strongly that he's got to put up. Yeah. I, I agree with you, and I think it's a very it's a great benefit to the show's writing of the characters in this section that makes up for what I think is some really stupid stuff that involves the storm in Alexandria. So I'm very happy yeah. that at least the characters make sense in what they're saying to people this week. Yeah, um, and of course Judith wants to go with Carol, um, and Carol tells her, "No, you know you need to stay here. Basically, you need to stay here and watch the other kids. Like keep an eye on them because she's kind of like the." The leader there and Judith is like, oh, okay. Judith also once um, again not too annoying for me. So good, good, good for her. Good job, she, Judith. Sure, she <laughs> sure ended up delivering a lot of pep talks to other kids. Though I was like, almost her whole function. Yeah, we're gonna be okay. The whole thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. It, it helps her. 
I mean, it, it does help with the way I, they I, do it. I was, and I guess they'll just pick it up later in the season, but I was surprised that the bullies didn't like make an appearance in this episode. Like, it felt like that would have been a easy way to wrap up that arc or do something with that. Like, the bullies that were teasing mm-hmm. Judith, but I guess they have I guess we were, we're, we're saving that for something. Like, she could have saved him or something, obviously, but, like, I guess we're saving that for... You like, kicked him down the stairs and drowned him in the basement. Judith, like, just kicking bullies down the stairs to get to save the rest of the town. That's, like, cut the credits. Well, she have to stab him in the leg first, like they did yeah. with the whispers. Yeah. yeah. Naughty boys don't get shelter credits. And then she pulls, she pulls like a Ronin movie from a Ronin move from Endgame, and just like wipes the sword <laughs> off her, you know, elbow and puts it in her back. Dun, dun, dun. And our Walking Dead spinoff comic is going to be pretty great, guys. Let me <laughs> <laughs> take that, Rick Rise two thousand. Um. <clears throat> so we come back, and Pope is talking to Daryl, and he starts telling him a story about the about a dog that you know because this look that. Daryl's giving him reminds him of this dog and he's like well I didn't know if he's gonna lick me or bite me and then you know he basically talks about how he had to strangle this dog and Daryl's like don't worry I won't lick you and he's like oh, I hope you don't bite me either uh-huh, uh-huh. and I was like okay yeah um, so then of course they the walkers are coming up to Meridian and landmines start going off this is cool uh, every time they show a shot of the landmines I'm like this is cool it, <laughs> yeah it's cool, but I was like, there's like a ridiculous number of landmines yeah, no, you're, you're <laughs> wrong. there. The amount of preparation. And I, but it was, was cool. I was very confused <laughs> by the geography of this whole situation. Like, where where yeah. were they coming from? Like, is, they're always in the front like that? Is there Are they in the back of the base? Is there a front of the base that doesn't have landmines? I was, do, they, do they have landmines around the entire base like that? And how many hundreds of landmines do they own if they do? Like, because they have a giant gate where a truck drives out of. So, like, does the truck not drive over landmines? Like, I, I was <laughs> trying to get, wrap my mind around that's how this a, works. But that's how you protect the no. settlement, that's for sure. I totally agree with the assessment of the fact that there were a lot of landmines. Yeah. Yeah. And I kept thinking, like, wouldn't that attract more? Like, wouldn't like, I, I, you know, again, they make a point of like loud noises, explosions, things like that attract more. So I would think that that the horde would just keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger story, because every yeah, five seconds on, an explosion. <laughs> yeah. One of those things, if the story yeah. needs it, exactly. it will. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so we come back to Alexandria and Gracie's uh, talking to to Judith and then Judith and Gracie kind of walks, walks off. And then Gracie and Judith have this conversation about her fear and she feel Gracie feels like Judith is this badass and she's never afraid. And Judith is like, no, I'm, I'm afraid. I just used my fear to my advantage. Like I, I use the fear. And so she has this kind of pep talk. with I I use my fear of Um, the walking dead. (laughs) <laughs> that would have been awesome. Thursday nights at nine, and then just turns to the camera and winks. Um, <clears throat> it was Judith all along. Um, so then Judith has a conversation with Virgil, and you know Virgil tells her about her mom, and she's like, well, "Where do you think she went?" And he's like, "I don't know. Like, I don't." Good I don't conversation, know where she went. though. I like this conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then of course, Gracie's by the window and, um, Judith has to, has to come, come to the rescue and, uh, which is pretty cool. Cause that Walker grabs Gracie and, uh, 
Judah takes the sword out, walks, whacks the whacks the hand, and then and then stabs it right in the head. It's a good uh, it's a good jump scare, also. Mm-hmm. Good hand through the door. Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. The, the problem I have with all this is you just mentioned like sound and landmines, right? You know what causes a lot of sound? Mm-hmm. Huge windstorms. Mm-hmm. And, and yes, these walkers are so hell bent on specifically this house. I was like, what's oh, happening yeah. here? Like, what, what's y- yeah, God where yeah. the walkers are this devoted to a house that's boarded up? has no lights on and it could certainly not be heard from the inside given everything else going on outside <laughs> it's like somehow yeah yeah not between the wind and the rustling and then there's an actual literal group of people outside making some kind of noise to to, to, to do stuff i, I was yeah. so like trying to give benefit of the doubt to this but it's like none of this may, like this, this doesn't make any sense that the walkers are this devoted to going after these people in this house right now that's that's definitely because yeah. the plot needs it yeah. Oh, for sure. So we come back to Meridian, um, and the the hits just keep on coming. Like they just keep coming, and the landmines keep going off. Uh, and Daryl, with his little binoculars, there notices two people, which we find out are Maggie and Gabriel, that start to kind of walk away from from the pack. And so he kind of knows what's going on, but nobody else um, realizes it. Um, he goes around, finds the, the guard on the other side of the wall, distracts him, asks him if he wants a cigarette. That was kind of a good conversation. He's like, yeah, I guess I'll have to try and quit again. And Daryl's like, why? why? Like, <laughs> which works on two levels. One level, it's like, yeah, we're probably all going to die before cancer gets us. And two, I'm about to kill your ass. <laughs> so, which again, uh, uh, quitting smoking is the last of your problems. He gave a cigarette before. So it's like they, like the work is yes. being done. I just, yes. I like I appreciate yes. knowing that the work was done and thinking these things out. <laughs> Kids don't smoke. Not like, a, not like it's not like not like it's a stretch yes. to be like he offered him a cigarette, but I just like that it's a repeated beat, so it already like you know there's just something, there's just a little something there, just makes it a little stronger, sure. right? Um, <clears throat> so yeah, so Daryl, you know, he pretends like he drops the matches, and the guy goes to pick him up, and Daryl stabs him in the head. Like and through I, the I head. thought it was cool. Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, like there were no bones there at all. Like yeah. He was stabbing like through, through Jello butter. Right through. Yeah, you had to get that toast. Mm-hmm. He's taking out a lot of aggression. Um. So he, and he throws him over the wall down to Maggie, which I thought was pretty brilliant because then they were able to get the radio, so they could kind of keep an eye on what's what's yeah, the, going the, on. The, the unspoken um, tactics they've established, as far as like I'm on this yes. side, you're on this side, but we can still work together. I think is really well done. Like I really like this stuff. Yeah, I, I'm just really I was really impressed by how they're handling this. Given that you have the Reapers out of this tactical team and everything, it's like there's a there's less dumb here than I've seen in the past. Yeah, I appreciated that. Yeah. <clears throat> so Daryl goes around to bust open a lock, opens a door. So he and he tells him like, "Hey, go around this this way." So he they can they can get in. Um, and then we he see that Negan and door also like he like knocks the lock off that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they could get the yeah the food. Um, and then Negan gets hit. Negan and I guess El- it's going to be Elijah? is that uh, Elijah? I'm assuming. Yeah they they both get hit with Trapple. the. Uh, <clears throat> with one of the one of the shrapnels from the from the mines, um, and have to kind of keep keep it up and and keep going, um, and that's where Pope uh, mentions the he's like go get the watcha and Daryl's like what's what's that? It's like oh, it's our I secret weapon. 
Well, yeah. yeah. You're going to pour it in their eyes so they can't see. Um, and at this point, Maggie, Maggie and Gabriel are able to, to kind of sneak in around the backside. Can we hear real quick? Um, so. I'd like to yeah. see, this is one of the biggest WTF moments I've ever experienced in the show. Where the heck? What the heck? Watcha? What? Huh? Did they, like, raid the Smithsonian and find it? Or something? <laughs> I mean, Where maybe. Where did this come from? Hey, man. Maybe. They were probably playing, maybe they got an early advanced copy of Sushima. Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, they they just... Uh, uh. I'll just say I'll just say two things. One, they probably could have raided the Smithsonian for it because it's right. It's not. It's not far away. True. It'd be a neat get. But uh, as far as like their thoughts on defense, they're like, yeah, this would be a good thing to ward off a lot of people. But also, yeah, I was completely like, I'm so glad I played Ghost of Tsushima right now because I'm so fully informed on what a watch it is. Yeah. Um. So we come back and uh, this is funny because because they realize at this point like the dead are getting a little closer and there's you know they they're trying to shore things up and you know board up the windows hold up the doors and Rosita goes out there to just kick ass yeah Ros- um, Rosita finally which does was something. great not not that's not yeah just she <laughs> she does but I I really thought they could have let her do like we could have seen more of it it was a lot I of agree. like I. I mean, I guess it was it was kind of dramatic because she goes out there and we see her, you know, at first, um, you know, swinging and killing a bunch of walkers, and then you know she's kind of gone, and then she comes back it's, in, it's made, you know, it's, kind of in it dramatically. Yeah, it's made to be a big moment where it's like, well, what actually happened? Like for one thing, it didn't stop shit. Like it's just like I don't I don't know what this actually right. accomplished, and it's like beyond making this key character look badass for a moment. It's like, well, I mean, was this earned in any way? I mean, she said some nice things, I guess, and helped Judith, but. Okay, like good job for her to like participate in the action, I guess. But what's funny is I watched the you know behind the scenes thing after the episode, and uh, because I'm you know I'm living the plus life, so I could see that now. Um, Yeah, we need shirts to say that living living the plus plus life. Um, And Angela Kang was like, man. Uh, Christina Serratos is one of our best like physical fighters, and she's just so good at all that. And I'm like. Then why the it hell did you, you show it to us? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, it made you go. I was like, what? what? <laughs> then why did we get like ten seconds of her, you know, kicking ass, and then the rest of it's just implied? Uh, it should have just been uh, her talking about how great a fighter she was for the whole thing of the episode. <laughs> yeah. Then instead of us, just, yeah. you know. I, I just thought that was then funny. She did that ninja move? Then she took down twenty five. Yeah, <laughs> just know. recapping it. With her eyes closed, and then when she did that backflip off the tree, and then came down, and then right, how about up the- description like you're talking, but instead of in the past tense, have two people explaining what she's doing off camera. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh my gosh! She ripped her eyeballs yeah. out. Yeah, them to her. Look. <laughs> It could be Judith and uh, Gracie looking through the the when you know staring <laughs> out the thing eyes. like oh, just, oh my just God. their face just, just the look on their face like their room. eyes get real big the mouth goes open. That? that was crazy. I did like when she came back in though. She goes, "Stay away from the windows." <laughs> um, uh, yes, that was kind of funny. Um, uh, so we cut back to. Uh, to Meridian, and we we for those that didn't know what a watcha was, they got firsthand what a what a watcha was after we got back, oh, and yeah. they they unveil it. Check out, check out, watcha, yeah. <laughs> um, 
And then this was kind of unsuspecting. I, sort of. I thought there's been a couple times so far. Again, Aaron, you talk about you know earning and set and doing a lot of setup and stuff. There are a couple times so far this season where I thought Daryl was going to come clean with her. Um, uh-huh. And so this, he does it again. He's like, "Hey, look, I got to tell you something." Like, and he's he's just you know kind of you can see his demeanor and his tone and everything changes, and he totally comes clean with her. He's like. You know, those are my people down there. They're just coming for the food that Pope stole from them. Like they just, they just want. You know, I can't let them die. You know, this is, you know, this is what's going on. And I was like, whoa. And she, she doesn't really say much of anything. She's just kind of like, well, she said, what? So you lied to me all this time, or something like. You know, she basically, you know, calls him out on it a little bit, but isn't isn't too. It's almost like maybe she kind of knew already. You know, but was afraid to, you know, admit She's it. She's not surprised. Yes. I mean, it's it's more of I, I'm sure she had her suspicions all along, but it's like a mix of, well, she really want. Well, she even said that she said she really wanted to believe him. So, I mean, she certainly right. had a suspicion that if the if this is the thing, yeah, I kind of saw this coming, but I really don't want that to be the thing. Right. I want this just to be, you know, us or whatever. I, I think these are really well acted scenes. Yes. I, I do think the. I think, as we established before, while that episode, that in the initial episode with them was kind of, you know, a dud, it at least gave it, like, a backbone for this section of the episodes where you're watching these two who have a shared history already, because I do think the acting is very strong, and I think Daryl, I think Norman Reedus, in particular, the way he, you know, because he can be pretty gruff, but the way he kind of approaches her in a more yep. soft-spoken manner, it sticks out. It sticks out in a way where it's like, he does care. He does, yes. he does want this to be the best of situations. In a scenario where he could easily just you know murder everybody if he had the upper hand every every opportunity. So then Pope comes up and he's like, "Oh, so what are you guys talking about?" And you know they family, family. and then and all they, of a sudden a big Dodge Charger comes flying exactly. over the top of the roof. Because <laughs> <Yes. laughs> he says family, and then Pope's like, "Ain't nothing more important." <laughs> like, this is like right out of the Fast and Furious. <laughs> <laughs> Corona just just flashed into his hand. <laughs> Where's Tyrese and Ludacris? That's what I want to know. You sure there's walkers now, cuz? <laughs> <laughs> they come flying down in that car that's been in space for the last. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so they they go through that bit, and uh, he he says he wants Daryl to go f- to go after Maggie. Like he's he and he keeps calling him uh by his last name. He keeps calling him uh Dixon. He keeps he, he doesn't call him Daryl, he calls him Dixon. Um and then Leah Leah doesn't say anything. So you know, moment of truth right here, right? Because Daryl kind of like backs away and everybody's kind of equidistant because Daryl doesn't know how this you know this is gonna go. This is gonna go either you know, good for him or really, really bad for him at that point. Cause then it's, you know, they're, they're she's Lays cards on the table. Yeah. <clears throat> so they cut back to Maggie. She finds a truck. She starts to hot wire it. And even though somebody walks up around there, instead of just kind of laying low until they leave, she's just like, keeps going and hot wires this thing. Um, Jim, uh, how are you feeling on the hot wiring this episode? Because we've talked about it in the past. I was just rubbing two up. Like it seems like there was a little bit more effort this time. Yeah, around. she bypassed like a couple like, wires and put them together. Like there was four wires. Yeah. There's two wires. Yeah. Can you even like? It was more. It was more plot specific uh, time. How how long do you think before, like, 
you know how like an old movie like nowadays right like a cell like have you seen that thing it's like the plot of home alone in 2021 it's like kevin wakes up realizes his mother's gone picks up his cell phone ma you left me at home she goes kevin you're at home and then like they go back to the house like movie over right so it's like cell phones have kind of like made certain things you know storytelling things how long before like you just can't hi- like you can't hire wire a car now like you just can't do that <laughs> so Great. i wonder at what point like that becomes something that just can't like that that trope can't be used anymore because you can't hotwire a modern car um i just i just kept thinking of that when when she was hotwiring this car for some reason um the things you get stuck on um but anyway she gets it going takes off you know, hauls ass around and then heads straight for the gate, jumps out of the car, lets the gate, uh, lets the truck ram the gate. And then, of course, then the walkers all uh, start coming in. Then uh, we cut back to the the roof on uh, the back up top. And at this point, you know, Pope has his people down there to try and fend off the walkers that are coming through the gate. So it's like chaos, like there's walkers coming in. There's, um, you know, Maggie's people are kind of out there, and then you got Pope's, Pope's people out there, and Pope's. Another thing to mention, real quick, Gabriel like snuck into oh, some place yes. and went somewhere that we're just not quite sure what he did exactly. He just kind of yeah. like goes into an area and then disappears for a little. Yeah, bit. and then starts priested, he priested his way in there. Yeah, yeah. At first, I was like, "Is he going to find like the like his 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 doppelganger, the other like religious reaper, and like have a showdown with him?" I was like, "That'd be cool," but that's <laughs> yeah. not what we're going for. Um, but Metal Gear Priest, yeah. But Pope, like I thought, it was getting the. I thought he was trying to get the food for one thing. That's what I thought. Yeah, that's what he's yeah. So I was a little and then confused. He just, like sneaks into some secret room and like does something. I was like, I don't know what this is, but okay. I, I guess maybe he was he knew Maggie was going to try and get a car and crash through the gate. So maybe he just figured, OK, I'll cover her in case things go sideways. So, I, yeah, they got they had some. Yeah, plan, clearly. It's just, it, it, just the way they're staging it. It's like I like I, I do like it because it's it's building to a surprise, essentially. Yes. But I just it was like, OK, he's just doing his own thing, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> um. So at this point, Pope, it tells him to fire like just unleash the watcha down on all of them. And Leah's like, wait a minute, our people are down there too. And Pope is like, well, if it's God's plan for them to survive, I guess they'll be okay. If not too bad. So sad. He's yeah. like, the, he says the Lord speaks through. Me. Yeah. He starts to get a little right. fanatical. Uh, and I was not expecting this to happen uh, at all. Uh, Leah walks up and stabs him in the throat. <laughs> Sure does. Um, well, for, well for, first, you know, Daryl, he, he pulls his knives, so you guys, he has Pope's attention. Yep. And, and then, yeah, then Leah comes up behind him. Stab him, <laughs> gives, him, him gives him, gives him a, a poke in the throat. Uh, and then Daryl turns around and kills the other one. And so... Yeah, he, everyone's really good at throwing knives yeah. in this uh, section of the episode. <laughs> yeah, and then he uh, he goes up to the... Because obviously they lit the watcha, so he goes up and cuts cuts the... Uh, the fuse before it it has a chance to go any further, uh, and then yeah, this is where we see Gabriel starts headshotting people from from the crow's nest where he's uh, covering Maggie. Everything sinks in, and I like how everything kind of synced together. Yeah, yeah. And then to, teamwork makes the dream work, baby. Yeah, I know. Right? And then to add insult to injury, Leah from up top, uh, as, as Pope is is kind of up down on his knees, she comes back and. St- Stabs him right in the back of the head and lets him fall down face forward in his own pool of blood. 
Um, yeah. Which, you didn't get him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty, pretty br- br- brutal. Um, and it, anyway, he won't come back. I mean, he's got to stop the walker. Sure. Yeah. No, no one wants a zombie. No, poop. nobody wants zombie poop. No, no. Um, but d- at this point, Daryl's like, you know, come with me. Like, you know, you can you can come with us, and you know, just just come with me. And this is where Leah gets on the radio and says <clears throat> that Pope's dead. And everybody's like, what? Pope's dead? And he's like, yeah, D- Daryl killed him. Um, Ouch. You know, and this is what's yeah, going on. And, right. she, and she tells him, like, you you said, you know, you have your family. These people are my family. Um, w- one of the things I was, again, I was watching the, the behind the scene thing afterwards. And um, Angela King was talking about how when Daryl killed, I forget the other the other Reaper's name that that's kind of when the light went off for Leah to be like, yeah, I killed Pope because he was basically turning into a fanatic and willing to, to kill everyone. Kill but family. when Daryl did that to one of hers, like without, you know, kind of waiting to see what the reaction is or whatever, or, tr- tr- you know, trying to deescalate anything at that point, she's mm-hmm. like, look, I have my family. You have your family. We're not going to see eye to eye on this. And, and, and that's, that's the end mm-hmm. of it. Good for the show. I'm very yeah. happy yes. that it went this route because it's, you know, it's such a, it'd be a big cliche to have her just like jump with them. Like, yeah, let's join the Alexander. Like whatever. Yeah. Now, and this now she's against like, the Reapers like, with, you know, with the rest of them. Yeah. yeah. And it's, and it's consistent. Yes. Like it doesn't betray anything that's happened here. We have a character no. that's very clearly disturbed by what her leader has been preaching, but that doesn't mean that she's against the rest of the people she's been living with. And so it just adds up perfectly. And it gives me a, it gives me something to anticipate as far as what like other villain stuff's going to happen down the line in this season. Yeah. Like I'm very cool with this. And I was, you know, I think I said early on that I don't think Pope's long for this world. And I am fairly happy that it's like, you know, as good as the presence was or whatever. I do think it's, I, I think it, I think it ran its course. I don't, I don't think there's much more you could do with Pope at this point beyond just getting rid of. Yeah. Him. I mean, so how many, just, how yeah. many more episodes of him being fanatical and every, and everybody starting to question him? Could we have gotten before it's like, okay, we get the point, yeah. right? Like, that's yeah, true. I think, I think we got the similar, similar to what they did with, um, uh, um, uh, oh God, John Glover's, no, John Glover's character oh. on Fear the Walking Dead, right? Yes, yes, uh, yes. Total fanaticism, mm-hmm. total devotion. They they put that out a little bit longer than they did this. It, it didn't really overstay its welcome, but you could obviously see where it would. Yep. Yes. Yep. So, yep. And now you have an enemy that's, uh, she's, she's a lot more scarier because she's not nuts. <laughs> she does. She's not really evil yeah, either, either. You know, she's. No, she, she cares about her people like they care about their people. And she feels like she was right? duped, right? I mean, you know, she feels betrayed yeah. and. You know, by somebody mm-hmm. she cared for and probably probably was you know someone in love with, and so there's, right. pro- there's proper work done to establish yeah. why this person would have an antagonistic relationship with our characters. Yep. So it's it's All not right. just throwing somebody into the fray because like we need somebody bad. It's like no, we actually have a backstory yep. here. Yeah, and you can't use. Also, she knows some of the tricks too. You can't can't use the same you know whisperer thing that they just figured out how to do. Like she knows those kind of tricks yeah. already. She won't underestimate them. Oh yeah, yeah definitely because she knows Daryl so well. And like yeah. this is the first time we really have like a really well fleshed out origin story. Yeah, for for an antagonist that I could think of. Yeah, I mean we had the Negan episode that kind of spelled out where he was before everything, but this is really uh, like yeah, yeah. This, you know, this is like the Lex Luthor Superman moment when Superman caused Lex to lose his hair. Right? It's like right. She's not going to forget this one. It's going to come back, and 
it's going to be a thing. So. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I, I agree. With, I agree with Aaron. It's been it's been well earned, decently yeah. written, and well acted. So yeah. I really think they earned it. The best I can think of is like shame, but even then, that's just like one episode where he becomes super bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The rest, the rest yeah. is just he's just there. Yeah, because <laughs> unlike uh, we fear the, the the Walking Dead with uh, what's her name, the, the one with the hat with Jenny, you get to. I understand why this why this person is in charge of this group now. Yeah, when I see her, like you get it, you get why they follow her. Yeah, Lynn Collins is doing the work, and it she feels. She feels of the. She feels like one of the Reapers, not somebody that just happens right. to be there. He's like, how did this right. person get? And she was clearly second in command. Like it was, yeah. it was very well established yeah. that that's you know again command structure, military. You know, it, mm-hmm. it makes sense. Um, <clears throat> all right. So we come. So at this point, Daryl takes off. Like he knows that he's he's public enemy number one at this point. So he he bails out. Number one. Um, we cut back to Alexandria, and at this point, the dead are coming in, and Ju- Judith right. tries to help Virgil, um, and then um, I forget, who who is it? Somebody comes up and and gets Virgil and says, "No, you need to you know get, get, go you know go after the the rest of the kids." Um, so Judith is trying to find Gracie. Uh, she she eventually goes down in the basement, and the basement's starting to flood. There's tons of water coming in, and uh, she's like, what are you doing down here? And she's like, oh, I was trying to find a weapon like, you know, th- like you have. And and Judith is just like, oh, man, this kid. Um, <laughs> I just can't. Look yeah. Now, so she, you know, quick looks around, looks around. Oh, finds a finds a broom, uh, snaps the, the, the handle and uh, gives it to her. And then they they go to head back uh, back upstairs. Um, and it's just long enough that the rest of them have kind of cleared out. And when they go back up upstairs. Uh, they're, the walkers have, have totally come in the house, and it's forced them to go back down in the basement and lock the door, um, and then go back down in there. And so they're kind of in a, in a precarious spot. Well, so the basement's flooding, right. flooding with water. Yeah. So, so this is why the episode ends with them drowning, and then we lost the girls. That's, that's the end. That's how it's going to go. That's, that's the end. Man, darkness. It was pretty dark. Yeah. Pretty dark when the walking dead decided to murder two girls by drowning them. Yeah. One of them being Judith, for God's sake. One of them yeah. being Judith. Yeah. What did Gracie ever do to you, uh, Aaron? It's a weird, like, cliffhanger, because it's like, I mean, I know they're not going to no. die. It's like, what are we doing here? Like, We're going to get badass no. Rosita to come in and, and uh, do her kick-ass part two. And, and, uh, yeah. and rest like, I, I hope it's something cool. If they were going to leave it with a cliffhanger, I hope it's something cool and not just, like, an immediately re- an, an immediate a, resolve. Yeah. I want to fast-forward, and then they're like, Damn, when Rosita like went underwater <laughs> for like twenty minutes and she started killing every it, zombie in sight. It needs to be like Aaron comes in out of the water with like a spear gun attachment arm and just uh, starts destroying walkers. Awesome. <laughs> oh, he's got a he's got Special a watch your arm. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, I don't know how we're doing with the Walking Dead uh, action figure game, but it feels like Aaron has a lot of like potential. He right does. Now to have oh, cool yes. He's got figures. harpoon arm. He's gonna do the you know the big ball and chain arm yeah, like do, a, a like, gravity gun arm like any number uh-huh. of yeah. things <laughs> so many things you can do <laughs> oh, alright so we cut back to uh, to the reapers and Ready. Leah orders all her people to pull back and uh, this is where I thought well they're like they're fighting because it's like Maggie and Daryl <laughs> and Negan they're all fighting yeah the and then the, Maggie's like, like and they all they all look up because everything's because st- 
they're like, oh, hey, this is great. Like, they, they retreated. Like, I think Negan even says, like, oh, they retreated. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, they haven't yeah. learned by now that, like, if something is too good to be true, it's too <laughs> no, good to be true, right? And and then it's like, okay, Maggie's looking up and sees something starting to spark on the roof. Like, I don't know about you, oh, but God. I would be like, peace out. Like, I'd be I'd be hauling exactly. ass. And she's just, like, another, like, staring at it. Like, what could this be? It's another geography thing. Like, was Daryl, like, right by No. Because, like, Daryl would know what's going on. He's, so he's like, somewhere Because that, that's what I thought, too. Because I was like, okay, why doesn't Daryl just say, like, hey, get the hell down because this thing's about to rain hell on us. Um, but Well, he should be already on his way to try to get with them to get to where they are. Right. right? Yeah, he's uh, not. Yeah, he was not. He was not around around them at this point. But no. you would think by he now they would be like, nothing know. good could come of this. Yeah. Like, Exactly. When they run, listen, when you're back, when the guys trying to kill you, stop fighting to run. That's when you yes. run. You don't even ask what yeah. it is. You just, you just start running. But it's less dramatic. So obviously we get the dramatic Maggie pose oh, as she sure. looks up at, at the, yeah. at hell that's about to, to fire down on them. Yeah. moment. Yeah. And then, you know. Yeah, it's, cause it's all, it's another, kind of bland cliffhanger thing where it's like because i was i'm with it for the boat but it's like this part it's like okay I, they could just move like, yeah I just, i'm not yeah because you know they're not gonna you know you yeah, know they're, they're not gonna kill maggie right. deacon daryl right. Right. Yeah. Right. So right. not too concerned yeah with this. exactly the most we'll get to see is this huge uh deluge that'll kill the you know that'll burn up the walkers that are left maybe at the last minute like, daryl like an arrow in the shoulder and then we'll you know pull it out yeah. put some dirt on it walk yeah. at, at the last oh, minute man, the perfect one daryl yeah, runs back up there gives it a shoulder check spins it around and it starts firing back on him yeah. oh that oh my if they did that if they did that or maybe father gabriel comes to the rescue i don't know we'll see uh, i like that i like no i like that daryl comes back and turns it around he has a he bigger watcher on, on on his shoulder and fires at the <laughs> other watcher he takes out a watcher with a watcher that gives him the, <laughs> the the beat the tank yes. moment, right i was gonna say whatever happened to the rocket launcher he used to throw that tank would he just exactly. pull that out of his backpack that'd be awesome <laughs> oh that would work all right so that's where we we end this uh eight episodes down 16 to go so how many busters do we give this episode? Aaron, since you were out last week, you go first. I mean, I, despite my misgivings on some of the cliffhanger stuff, I do like this. I think it's a solid four-star, four-four buster um, episode. Like, it, it has... There's a lot of good acting here. I think the writing is strong enough to support, like, what we're seeing with these characters. I do think it takes the nice... The, it takes the right turns mm-hmm. uh, to make, I think, as far as how to develop this for the rest of the season or the rest of whatever's next. Um, the Alexandria stuff, I mean, besides the the way the storm functions, which I think is dumb, I do think the characters within the, that section are handled well enough. And I do, yeah, I do think, like, Daryl and Leah, I think that's been a strong aspect of this set of episodes, and I think it comes to a neat culmination here. So, you know, aside from a bit of a whimper of an ending, I still like this episode quite a bit. And, um, yeah, so four of us. Cool. Jim? I'm also on the four buster train. I like a lot of this. Uh, some of it didn't work as well with for me. Uh, the Judas stuff was kind of, it seemed like artificial stakes, kind of. Um, but other than that, I thought it was a pretty solid episode. Uh, did uh, the, the WTF I, I posed after seeing the Hawacha rollout was uh, worth, you know, probably an extra point there alone. So I'll give it a four out of five. Daryl? 
Uh, I definitely enjoyed the Daryl uh, fight with the, the what, what do you call these people again? Reapers. The, the Reapers. Um, and how they dealt with that. And I loved seeing the Horde. And I liked how they worked out, you know, take the enemy's weapon and how they used it uh, against them. That was good stuff. And they put uh, they put them in a good place to be their enemies. Um, and they ended it in a, in a, in a, in a right way. Uh, stuff that was kind of cheesy was the, you know, the storm thing. And, of course, one of the kids have to go back and call themselves helping. And, of course, that causes uh, more problems than than helps anything. And, uh, you know, like that, we didn't get to see the Reseda, you know, even though we were supposed to be like, wow, Reseda's amazing, but we don't get to see any of why she's amazing. Um, so I didn't feel earned in, in, in this uh, episode at all. Uh, if that was stronger, then I would have probably gave it a four, but because it wasn't stronger to me, that was the weak side of it, the, the episode for me, it was three, I'd give it three and a half. Gotcha. <clears throat> I'm going to join the four bandwagon. I, I like this quite a bit. I mean, nitpicks <clears throat> and, and issues aside, uh, I think again, the writing really paid off for this episode. I think the acting has been really good. Um, and I, I, I think, uh, I think, not throwing in the Commonwealth stuff in this episode was even though again I, I miss not seeing those characters. I think given the the story and the tension and and what they were trying to build, yeah, I think tonally, yeah, it, yeah, it would have it would have felt a little odd. And yeah, um, agree. So, so yeah, four for me. Um, so what did the Facebook group have to say, Jim? Uh, how the hell should I know, Ross? We can go to Walking Dead. You can go to Facebook.com slash group slash WDTV podcast. Oh, let me do that real quick. Oh, wait, I already have. You should, too, because you could uh, give us a review of what you think about these episodes of The Walking Dead and Walking Dead World Beyond and Fear of the Walking Dead. All you have to do is drop by the Facebook group and drop in your uh, two cents like Mike Jones did here. Uh, three storm doors out of five. I love seeing Pope die in the Whisperer's Angle again. The landmine scenes were awesome. Seeing Negan and company maybe about to die was ruined by the preview showing them all alive next week. Hey, where's Dog? Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, the entire Alexandria segment seemed like a way to show more characters without them really needing to. Uh, each person spends time holding a door or going out for a distraction and it goes nowhere. We just wind up with walkers in the house anyway. We know Judith isn't going to get eaten unless Gipple doesn't want her to have a contract extension. Uh, by no means a terrible episode. But it was weighed down by too many things at once, which seems to be the way of this show from now until it ends. Uh, Richard Charrington wrote in, A four Call of Duty zombies out of five. The Stormhouse reminded me of the Nazi zombies on the Call of Duty games. <laughs> Glad to see Pope gone. He was really starting to get on my nerves. Uh, Mike Jones agrees. He said he, Pope drove him crazy from the moment he started talking. Uh, Kevin Barry wrote in, 3.75. That is a whole lot of bottle rockets out of five. Yes, it is, sir. Uh, overall, I enjoyed the start to finish and enjoyed the tense moments in both storylines, but I did expect someone to die in the first set of episodes. I had a feeling Pope would die at the hand of Leah, but that would have enjoyed a longer battle with the Reapers in this episode after all the build-up, but I'm sure we will get more of it in the second third. I know that the storm setting has been used a bunch on this show, but I like the new ways to use it in episodes to create tense moments and tell a good story. I forget, but where is Jerry during the storm? 
Did we see Jerry during this? No. No, I don't think we did. Oh, if they killed Jerry, we riot. We all agree, right? Maybe he got with the crew doing the, doing the thing. Doing the... That's probably the... With uh, Carol and, and Aaron. Right. Yeah, he probably went there. Sure. Uh, Brent Jones uh, rounds it out with 2.5. Still haven't figured... Still haven't learned out of 5. The storm was stupid. It's been a decade at this point. They know better than to than just hang out down there. They'd have been upstairs, quiet and dark, hiding out with one person to patrol downstairs. Just dumb. Daryl Pope's story was fun. Glad they didn't drag it out. Hopefully, they don't still. And those uh, are the uh, Buster ratings for for Blood. Again, we're happy, happy, happy to have you join us and let us know what you think of these episodes by going to our Facebook group and logging in. And I'm just going to say I'm super disappointed. Nobody left a big Mo rating this week for World Beyond. Oh, no. Oh, I wonder why. I can't imagine why. <laughs> I don't know. The best show ever that's named that name. That it is a show. It, it, is on, it is on TV. Yeah, so. it's the greatest. <sighs> this week we start with Iris's guilt on World oh. Beyond Season 2. Yeah. Oh, we're just going to jump right in? We're just going to... Why waste time, buddy? Let's Not even going to pull the bandit off slowly? Uh, no, no, you rip it right off, guys. That's what yeah. you do. Okay, fine. This episode is called Foothold. Foothold, yes. <clears throat> yes. Yeah, I mean, the the high points of this are, uh, like like I said, for, for, for World Beyond, I think we're just, I think the audience is speaking as well. <laughs> I think we're just going to, we're going to hit <laughs> yeah. high points. Um, and, the, the, you know, the kind of the main through point for this episode, the, the, the there's like three, three main through points, I guess. Um is Felix and Iris um, and the body they need to hide and um, also trying to not get in the community that they're a part of in hot water. Um, I thought it was interesting that they actually told them what happened. Um, yeah. Well, they trust, they seem to trust. Yeah. Them. You know, the, the perimeter people that they're with, yeah. um, they seem to trust them. And uh, I mean, what are they, I mean, I don't know. They could have, I mean, they're the only new people there. It would seem super obviously suspicious if they hadn't said anything. You know what yeah. I mean? I mean, I, I really thought at the beginning they were just going to try and – I don't know why they didn't just make a big old racket and throw that dead off that dead cop or soldier or whatever, just throw him at, at the walkers and let him just devour him. Yeah. Like – and. And on one on one hand, I understand they're trying to explain, explore a little bit harder into the whole uh, PTSD side of this. I mean, Iris having to kill an actual human, yeah, you know, and all this other stuff, and they're really trying to dive into that. But they seem to like really, really, really dive into. Yeah, that. I mean, especially like, at the end where she's like, a few too many times. At first, I I didn't feel uh you know afraid. Yeah. I felt anger, and she's like, "This is war," and I'm like, you know, wow, she's uh she's. Turn yeah, the corner in a short uh, period of time, and she's also become a crack yeah, shot in like you know, in two two yeah. days, three, yeah. The most. I, I mean, part of it seems like it seems like the whole, like a, a big part of this has been Iris and Hope kind of swap roles for how sure. they begin the show versus right. how they are. Where like Iris becomes more, I don't know, more of a fighter, and Hope becomes a little, you know, uh, I don't know, not more naive about things, a little more emotional. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, she's eating. Yeah, she's, and it's. I mean, and there's you know, there's a whole teen angst thing that's working its angle in different ways. But at the same time, 
I don't think the actor's necessarily bad, but it's just I think it's putting a lot of weight on their shoulders for a show that just hasn't done a whole lot to earn certain things. Yes. I I kind of see what they're going for. Like, when you're that age, you have a lot of self-importance. Yeah. Sure. Your your, your thoughts and feelings very much matter because you're that age, you know? And I, I can't tell if, like, they're trying to go for that or if that's just a bad writing coming through and seeming like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I can't tell like if that's an intentional choice or not, but I don't know. She is very self-important. Yes, <laughs> she does. She, I mean, she we're only feels, missing. She's not like other girls, Daryl. She <laughs> feels things. Yeah, because yeah, I feel it every time she does a scene. I I just like you know, no bad on the on the actress because it's, it's the choices the director makes, but it just makes me feel like. It just tunes me out every time. I'm all, only thing missing is a, is a, is the music playing as she does her self monologue of how this world has changed her and and what she has to do. Like I it's don't a little, wait exactly. <laughs> it's like the video, the, it's the thing in video of, games now yeah. where it's like the old the 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 slow remix of of a yes yes of a song. It's, it's, just it's play really Mad World. Yeah, and like I, I just oh my god, I wish I cared, but I, I find myself just not caring about any of it. Has uh, just a random aside. Have they played Mad World of the Walk? Was that like part of the commercials? Like, a, like back in the day, was that a thing? I remember them using the slowed down version of Mad World in uh, the original Gears of War. I think and that was yeah. what kind of kick started the whole thing of you know the slow versions of the. Songs being used, you know, for dramatic effect. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that, no. Then there was that disturbed cover of Sounds of Silence that did that too. But did they do that for Walking Dead? It like for a trailer or something? I don't remember that. I don't know. I don't remember it. I forgot. Viewers never I, killed anybody, huh? Yeah. Any live person, I mean. Just the empties. Yeah, just the empties. He's never. <laughs> ki- I I don't know why I didn't. I just assumed he has killed before I, I know i keep saying this but it, i just get cw like like a food club cw vibes from this show it's like you know mom i want a cw show we have cw at home and you know, <laughs> this is right. well i mean it's tropes with teenagers and i mean yeah. that's they, they do so much of it that when you watch this show they fall right into into line with this is what teenagers do right this is this episode we kind of had that half-assed uh um, you know, opening for uh, Inglorious Bastards, right? Where they're yeah. Elizabeth yeah. walking around. Yeah, let's hide behind the big tapestry uh, on a curtain rod. That's well, not that that they would never think really to look there. Yeah. Not much and of then, a backup plan. Yeah, <laughs> and then the hope thing of you know, oh trope, I'm going to sneak around and find out what's happening, and everyone knows you would. I, like, I do like that they kneecap that right away. I will say because I was yeah. like. You know, yeah. she immediately is like, oh, going to go in this, you know, authorized personnel only. And the kid is like, uh, yeah, you're full. It's a whole meat. It's all excuse for a meat cute, which I don't mind. It yeah. Is. Yeah. It is. yeah. It is. It totally is. Um, this, this is, You have to give her somebody outside of her, you know, father to care about, you know, so that the stakes when she does lose, when she has to either run or whatever. There's some kind of stakes in this, or he betrays yeah. her. 
And Hope's dad, I mean, Hope and Iris' dad just seems kind of oblivious to it all. Well, yeah, because... He just wants to do his well, work he has and no not just doesn't care about the politics. He, but, like, her, her, step, her like, pseudo-stepmom or whatever, Lida or whatever her name is, uh-huh. is totally in Elizabeth's pocket, right? Sure. Well, you kind of got her. that feeling from Jump that, you know, you... It basically, she's like, you know, use him. You know, you, you, you know, get him to... To fall yeah. in love with you somehow, or get him to have some kind of romantic feelings, and then aim him in the place where you need him to be. And if he well, in the beginning, like when he when he when he yeah. meets up with Hope, he's like, "Oh, you traveled." A cr-. He's like, "Oh, did on your journey? Did you did you run into any danger?" And it's like she traveled across the entire United States on exactly. foot. Like, exactly. why would you think nope. she didn't run into any kind of danger at all? Like, that was just such a dumb like, thing to say. He's, he's the worst father. He is the worst father. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, on, you know, in this world. And I don't know if it's like a, uh, like a Reed Richards kind of thing where it's just like, he's such a genius and so into the work that he's oblivious, like to like a, how a functioning like family or relationship you know, will work, but I think okay, he's gonna... Iris without any kind of adventure that she's gone on to change her. I think that's, that's pretty much, you know, he's someone who hasn't really seen much or he puts his head down and, and just puts himself into the, whatever work he's work, you know, whatever thing he's problem he's solving that he, he doesn't want to believe it. And he has no choice either. Right. When that woman, you know, <laughs> says what she says it's implied you know like not only are you gonna do it still because it's in your best interest also is that what else are you gonna do are you gonna run away and leave you can't you're not a fighter you're not a you're not someone who's a warrior or whatever science is what you do so what what other choice does he have and the whole silas thing really confused me this episode too because the last time yeah. we saw him he was being arrested yeah, I, I haven't. Uh, now he's like, I didn't find that confusing. I mean, he was just they they sentenced him. To I guess I, I, I have my notes that <coughs> that guess. Silas is being driven around by low rent Pablo Schreiber. Yeah. Um, well, since they don't tell us who that guy is yet, uh, it, but I mean, you get well, a we, sense of that he's in somehow in charge. Is he like? He's, some, someone, he's, up, he's someone involved in, yeah, the CRM in a higher capacity. Yeah, he used to be yeah. dating Huck, apparently, yeah. so the other thing we learned about him. Yeah, you got to give that. You got to. Well, I would, it's funny because I was just, I was thinking, hmm, who's going to be Huck's boyfriend in this season? Because she's not romantically attached to anybody, and that's the other TV thing you have to do, right? But I, but I mean, I as, far, as, as far as the side, I mean, I thought it was pretty self-explanatory. I mean, what else were they to do? Kill him? No. I mean, like, they throw him into it, like, to do shit work. <laughs> like, yeah. That, yeah. that weapon was kind of crazy, that, that thing they used to go kill the walkers. Yeah. It was a good look at, like, as much yeah. as I complained about the, the effects last season, I, I recall, as far as, like, some of the walkers just looked like people in masks. Like, I, re- I, I dug the face-smashing effect of the oh, weapon crazy. they had to come out. Yeah. Right. Um, and he's muscle and rage, right? Yeah. So I mean, what better way to use him is to give him, is to put him in a place where he has a uh, a, a male um, uh, kind of a someone else who probably has dealt with these kind of issues, someone he can relate to and and kind of develop. Because like, I, 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 I honestly, I honestly didn't didn't mind this stuff. I was like, that 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 adds up. To me, as far as what kind of what kind of environment do you put this character in right now? Like, it's like okay, fine. Like, if it's a subplot, 
like what else are we going to do with them? Like but yeah. some kind of meaty dramatic lines to Yeah, read. you got yeah, you got to have a person that takes the the you know the hard cases, right? But and with he, potential. And there's like a group of other people with him that just be like people. Right. Like there's there's no yeah. like override overarching story of all their angst and everything and all no. their familiar relationships. It's like okay, we just deal with like people that are just stuck doing shit jobs, <laughs> right? You know, ones without a place. Don't Tales from the Walking Dead, Janet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just wrote the first episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's. I mean, it's fine. I. It's it's fine. I, the the one thing I I guess we did kind of get a little more information about this episode is what exactly they're doing or I guess more information, yeah. what exactly they're doing at the facility. So they make a point of saying like, you know, they, this is a f- secure facility. They were like studying dark matter and crazy physics stuff mm-hmm. here. Right. And so we're kind of taking that work up. And I thought it was interesting that they're using the, f- the walkers, they're, you know, hooking up, um, you know, things to measure their brain activity, you know, while after they're dead mm-hmm. to kind of see, um, and then put them in different situations and kind of see how they, they respond and, and measure all that. And they make a point of saying, oh, well, if we could figure out what happened, like why this happened and what keeps the dead going, then it, it almost sounds like they're trying to manufacture some bioweapon or WMD that would just take out all of the dead. And so that way, you know, they, they don't have to worry about about clearing them out, which is kind of interesting. Um I did. Yeah. I, I had a, I had an exact arc for like how I was responding to this information because first is I hope is like are the guys making some kind of cure and that's when my eyes glazed over. I was like I don't care about yeah. cures yeah. or or like the <laughs> origins of this. But then they're like what? But because she responds like well not exactly, but we are trying to see like ways that we can like you just said take them out. And it's like okay, I'm interested in this. Like this is because because right. my head immediately jumped to like the finale of the Rick movies or something when he's like sitting in the. And Death Star, like, yeah. like launch something <laughs> with somebody else. It's like, no, we need the walkers or whatever. Right. And they make a point. So this is funny too because they're like, oh, we're experimenting with different kind of funguses, and if we can, you know, infect them with a certain fungus, that might be able to, you know, basically uh, increase their decay rate, so that eventually they just. You know, because they're already dead, that if they could, if they can infect them with this fungus, they would just die off. And I was like, oh, so this is how we get the Last of Us. It's, it's, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Awesome. yeah. pretty much. All right, I could, do- I could totally see like Strand and Morgan flying a plane that's a crop duster, like dousing the world to get rid of walkers <laughs> at the end of all this. I guess their vigilante duties <laughs> propel them forward. Um, so yeah, so I, if, if anything we got out um, of this episode, I think that was probably the most interesting. And then of course that um, that the the female doctor is is working very closely with Elizabeth. Not that that was even in question. Um, and she's even wondering like, when am I going to get another test subject? Because I need to do some uh, you know vitals while that person's still alive. And so, which made me think of Day of yeah, the Dead. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all this, all the, a lot of that lab stuff made me think yeah. of the dead. So. For sure, that's pretty much the high points of World Beyond. Um, I mean, I, I to me, this didn't move the needle too much from last week. To be honest with you, so I'm for me, I'm gonna really I'm gonna stick good. with two and a half big mo's for for me. Like it just, you know, again, it's it's fine. It's kind of there. I I like this one. Like 
I was on last week, obviously. So last week, I was not into it. I was like, this was like a struggle, and it shouldn't be. Like I was, I was hoping for a season two, like relaunch. Like, yeah, we're back, and we're better than ever. It just there was there was a lot of waiting around. <laughs> so this week, either because of my spite for last week's episode, or just because I just felt into it more, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm actually going. I'm, I, I, there are multiple strands here. No pun. Uh, strands here that I'm enjoying well enough. So okay, I can. I'm digging this more. It's still like a three big mo's. I'm not running home saying you guys got to watch World Beyond, but still, I I appreciated this one more than last week, just enough to be like, all right, I you have my attention. Let's, let's see where this goes. Fair enough, Jim. How many big mo's? Yeah, they have my attention, but they have not piqued my curiosity. <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> I'm going to say a two out of five. It's just I'm glad that they explained a little bit of what the research was and that, like Garen said, it wasn't a cure because at this point the cure kind of seems pointless. Um, but I did uh, – a lot of the other stuff I didn't care about. I really don't – was not digging the iris, uh, you know, feeling her uh, her grief so openly on her sleeve in her own little, uh, uh, you know, teenage angst way. Not, not appreciated. So two out of five. Daryl? Uh, I, I just don't, I, I do find myself just not caring at all right now. Maybe something else will draw me in, in, a, in a, at the next episode or so. But right now, I just don't, I don't care uh, about it. Uh, I got a little interested with the research stuff, you know, maybe seeing if they come up with something that can, you know, help them uh, destroy some of these walkers make it a little easier here and there do different things with them um other than that i i just uh it's it's just a one wow jeez seriously i just don't care i'm not far from you man i'm not far from you at all i just don't care i want to care and i watched it you know i watched the walking dead first and then i watched this and then there's other time the, the last week i watched this first and then i watched walking dead it doesn't help either way. Like I still feel myself just not giving one iota of 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 any kind of care about any of these characters, and I wish that I did. I totally wish that I did. Uh, but I, it's just not. There's not one of them that I you know that I look at and I go, you know, oh, I want to hear. I want to see what their journey is going to be. Like I'm, I'm more feeling like. I just want to see what happens when they get to the end of this show so that we could see, you know, like if there's clues or whatever to the next, you know, thing um, that they're going to do. Like, it's the only thing that I really, you know, feel any kind of uh, yeah. thing for. I just want it to be over. I, I just, the only reason I'm in, I think I'm into it is I'm a sucker for yeah, more. for sure. Know? Yeah. Tr- truly. I mean, and. And I want to see all you know, these kind of things filled in. They haven't really yeah. explained. So. I like the world. It is it is one of those things where I, I like the world, and you know, and that's my biggest interest in this show because it's part of the world. But other than that, like I don't feel anything else. Like you know, Fear the Walking Dead has had issues, but I but those characters, I. I feel something for, like I care about, I want to see what happens with them. Uh, they're interesting to me. Um, it's just weird for, for this, you know, to have a show in a world that I, in, you know, that I'm a fan of 
to not care about anybody. Russ, do your kids watch any of this stuff? My son was pretty big into my son and my daughter in law watched the main show for the first I don't know, probably like six seasons, and then they just kind of fell off. Part of it was they got rid of cable, but I mean, even though we I mm-hmm. gave my like dish access or whatever, they, they kind of just fell off and it was more just I think yeah, I mean, I, I guess I mean, your kids are grown, yeah. so it's a little hard it, to... I, maybe, yeah. It's funny because my daughter is like a big... Like, she likes horror stuff. Like, I guess more right. slasher kind of... You know, she's more like a Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, that kind of, like, you know, traditional, you know, slasher horror stuff. Uh-huh. She She's not interested in the show at all. Um, she's Yeah, she has no... Like, it's funny, even though she's more a horror nut than... Certainly than I am, she she has, like, no interest in this show. I guess I, it's more like I'm trying to lead to like a maybe I'm curious if like a a teenage audience has more to relate to with these characters or if that makes any difference whatsoever. And I guess if I really had to ask somebody, it'd have to be Brad Milo's kid. (laughs) (laughs) Probably the one that'll get the the clearest answer in all of this. Uh, Even them, they're the oldest one isn't a teenager anymore, so. Tiny, but I mean, you know, so closer than 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 old man Doctor Curry. Yeah, <laughs> oh, you're right. Like I, I wondered that too. It's like, is it that? But I'm just, you know, I just. I, oh. I mean, it's only two seasons, so it's not like it's not like it was being a threat of canceled. So it's hard for me to be like, it's hard for me to think. Oh, clearly, kids like this because it's still on. It's like, well, no, they had a plan already, right. so it doesn't right. really that's the fly right. in this scenario. So I'm just, I'm really curious if there's like a not like. It's Walking Dead, so I assume it's popular. I assume it's doing what it needs to be doing. But at the same time, it's like, are there people that are just like, you know, wearing Hope T-shirts and being like, can't wait, and putting like dressing up as right? Is what's, it connecting? Yeah, that's a good question. Like, I I would want to know. Even like, is it connecting? To I mean, I just, not being in the office anymore, which is funny. When this when this show started, I was I was living <laughs> living closer to Austin and in a physical uh, office every day. Um, people were into the, and even just, you know, the folks I talked to just even being remote, people are, are still into the main show, um, somewhat, not nearly as much as they used to be, but nobody, like, I don't hear anybody talking about either this show or fear, like nobody, nobody gives. Yeah, at work, it was, I think a lot of people, most people tuned out after Rick had left, like they took that as the opportunity to jump off. I mean, they're clearly, I mean, not just diehards, but they're clearly, I mean, you don't, you don't sign on for like three more Walking Dead shows because there's not an audience. Like, sure. Right. People sure. Big in this thing. It's gotta be. Yeah. Uh, there was already uh, a drop in viewership. I'm looking at the uh, Yeltsin ratings right now. Mm-hmm. In the 18 to 49 demo, it says 0.20. Oof. Uh, for what? Drop. For world? For world. Uh, that's a point. I say less. It's about uh, seven hundred fifty thousand viewers total, and it's a fifty percent drop from its first season. I mean, to be, and I don't watch enough TV to know this, but I, I can't say I saw much like advertisement for it either to begin with. I haven't. I haven't. I mean, it's, the uh, second episode has done a little less than that, even. Yeah, I mean, we talked we talked about it ad nauseum. I think it kind of at this point, but I, I think the reason that the network keeps going with this is, is probably, I mean, a, even for cable international sales, some of the, yeah, is international side of this and that, um, you know, there's global appeal. 
um, for for these shows. I'm I'm sure um, across the world. So even I think it's one of those cases where even if it's a loss leader or a break even in the United States, that the global licensing and merchandising rights and everything else probably more than than make up for it. Because obviously, if it if it wasn't, they obviously wouldn't keep making it, right? Like they would, right. you know. No well, point. Right. Also, uh, also in the long game, they're going to want to have yeah that content in their walled garden. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, the AM, for all you guys living that plus life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. I could, yeah, I can see that. Cool. All right. Well, we uh, we'll 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 close it up here, but we'll definitely be back next week. Uh, we'll be talking about fear, and then we'll be on episode three. I we're gonna we I said this last week, but I think this is the format we're probably gonna follow um, for for the rest of definitely for the rest of. Uh, of world, world. We'll, tra- we'll treat world like a like a stepchild. Yeah, we'll just kind of hit yeah. the high points. I mean, uh, and uh, like I said, unless something dramatic happens, um, or it, you know, really, really kind of gives us some theory um, to tie in. But but even then, I I, I imagine it's going to be more of a bullet point kind of kind of thing for that. Best case scenario, it gets really really good, and then we want to talk about it like that. That's the best case scenario. Well, I think when what's her face shows up, we might have some. Uh, some interesting things to say about oh, what's her face. Um, you know, Easter, oh, Easter lady. Yeah. What's her name? Um, J- J- Jadis. Jadis. Thank you. Jadis, is she coming right. on to this thing? Yeah. yeah. I forget this. this. Is something I knew and forgot. Yeah. Uh, must have. Imagine. Yeah, because they they haven't been. It was in the trailer. Like they haven't. Yeah, I mean it. They haven't. Oh yeah, I, that, that trailer. That's me, like watching it on my phone at some point, forgetting about it. So yeah, I can't tell you what I know about coming up in this season. Yeah, I mean, it was it was plastered all over. Like they made a, a very like dramatic uh, point of showing that Jadis was showing up in this. Season. Oh, okay, so it's like where's Merle, and they scratched out Merle and wrote Jadis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nice. And she's sporting. Remember how that was like the season two tagline, and he's not in season two. Remember how yeah. weird that that was. Yeah. <laughs> And then she's yeah she's even sporting a a new bad haircut so oh well since oh, she, she had she had the Charlie Theron in the new Fast and Furious does she have the old Charlie Theron in the in the previous Fast and Furious is that what she's doing it's cl- big big crappy dreadlocks no 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 that no. would be a definite maybe, improvement maybe over what I saw like, uh, maybe she's like the Karen of the apocalypse now there you go is it's that, like that bad bangs yeah. like yeah just like bad bangs and stuff anyway um, yeah I think they're gonna try to make her maybe someone who will atone somehow i, I mean was know. she was she necessarily this is a stupid we don't need to get into this right now <laughs> we'll save this for later <laughs> yeah we'll see what she's up to when she gets her anyway so that okay. that'll kind of be the plan um so before now and then aaron where can folks find you on the internet I'm all over the place. Being a Hollywood Aaron over here, I got think I've been he busy. Is the internet? That's right. I'm busy. I've seen a lot of movies lately, and you can find many reviews that I do for that over on Leaves of Entertainment. I write movie reviews there. I also write my Walking Dead recaps, which are paused for now because we've just finished the Walking Dead Prime. Uh, but all that stuff's there. Um, I write blue reviews at wiseofblue.com. I host a podcast called Out and Out There and Abe. My friend and Abe and I talk about the weekly movie releases. We just had a really, really cool episode on James Bond. That was great. But also, because it's October, we have all these special horror episodes. Uh, this year, we're doing franchises. So we're talking about the different different horror franchises. We talked about the Omen 
series. We talked about the Candyman films, and we just talked about the Final Destination films with the creator of the series Final Destination. Oh, wow. Reading, wow. Which was a lot of fun. We talked about all five movies with him. He was involved in the first two, but he managed to stick around with us. So that was a really cool conversation. That's that's dropping very soon. Uh, so, yeah, all that stuff you can find on, on my show out now, there and Abe. And I'm on Twitter at Aaron's PS4. Cool. Jim? Uh, you can catch me weekly with Dr. Current and Donnie Salvo. Uh, nothing's on. We just dropped a new episode yesterday talking about the dominance of Dick Wolf in all things television lately. He's taking over, and they're bringing back the original Law & Order as well. All the FBI shows, all the Law & Order shows, oh, all yes. Dick Wolf. Give it to me. <laughs> Empower me. It's all like it's like Sith energy for Carol. <laughs> yes. Oh, that procedural. He's, he's Palpatine in the prequels right now. He's That's unlimited right. power. Uh, but right. you can check out Nothing's On at uh, the Taylor Network of Podcasts dot com, or just go up to your Amazon and Alexa and say, "Alexa, play Nothing's On podcast." And you know what? That works too. Uh, you can catch me also on the Brandon Peters show on the Old Space Show there. We're uh, going through uh, Space 1999 episode by episode. We had the uh, delight and pleasure of going through one of the absolute, absolute worst episodes so far of Space 1999 <laughs> on our last episode. It just dropped this week as well. So that's really fun and funny. So check that out. So Land of Living Rocks. It was very, very interesting. Um, so, and, uh, you could, and I think that's it. Yeah, I'm hiding everywhere else. I'm not as big on the Internet as gotcha. these guys. You're not very online, as they say. Some are. Dr. Current? Uh, you can catch me on, uh, check out the Retro Movie Geek uh, podcast for October. There, We've done a ton of the uh, Vampires uh, movies, which is our theme for this year. Um, so we, there were already a bunch are out, uh, from John Carpenter's Vampires to... Ooh. <laughs> blood to from dust till dawn. Blackula. Uh, oh, that's coming. What about Scream? Blackula Scream. The sequel. We didn't, do, we didn't do the sequel. We did the original. Okay. Ganja and Hess. <laughs> you know what? We didn't get a chance to get to that one. I, I, I want to hear the vampire. The remake. I want to hear. I want to hear the Vampire in Brooklyn episode for sure. That's yes. coming. That's coming. <laughs> Uh, we did that one. Uh, we did Blade Trinity and none of the other. Ones. Oh, <laughs> that would have been great. Evil, that's evil. That, that is that is truly evil. Ouch. If there was another couple days in October, we would have done that. Uh, uh, you get the vampires kiss either. Not too bad. Did we? Sorry, Russ. Did you read the but the big bow ratings? We had or, none. Or oh, we we had, there were none. There were yeah, none. Oh, never mind. Which God, precipitated our uh, doubling down on the fact that <laughs> we're going to to breeze past World Beyond. Exactly. You know, we should just do whatever. So we should just do a thing where we just make up Mo ratings. Oh, I had a good line and everything for the post that I made for that. Get a grip and tell us yeah, your big yeah. with the guy. That's fun. There you go. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> you should do that. But definitely check that out. You can also check out me and Russ on Gotham by Geeks. We uh, just did a uh, kind of a classic uh, uh, one with Batman where we talked about I, I did an old, you know, one from 1944. Um, you know, Russ Tom did... Yeah, uh, the old Batman. Uh, yeah, we we go back and forth. We uh, peruse. I gotta tell you that that Batman radio drama on HBO Max. Pretty, pretty good. Legit. I gotta check that yeah. out. Yeah, pretty I want to see. Pretty legit. I liked it. I watched got... Long Halloween. I dug it. I was, I was, yeah. I was very yeah, happy yeah. when it turned out. We oh, have, cool. Uh, 
We have stuff to talk about because we have DC Fandom uh, that will be pretty soon. So, uh, so for Gotham by Geeks, we'll be handling the Batman side of it, and then for DC uh, All Stars, uh, you know, we'll be talking about everything, uh, you know, all of it. Uh, So, me and Jim, and and, uh, hopefully we can get Chubb and Jerry. Uh, but we definitely will be talking about Phantom and, and what comes out of that news. Um, so, Indeed. You can check me out um, here on this very podcast and like Daryl said over at Gotham by Geeks, where next week we're going to talk about Injustice along with all the Phantom Batman news. So we're going oh, to we're gonna break cool. down Injustice, which will be fun. Covering Injustice yeah. is cool. So cool. So thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll be back next week. Um, same same story as this week. So until there's no more room in hell and the dead walk the earth, get us your big mo's because Aaron is sad without them. Or else we have to make some up. You don't want us no, to do that. No, you don't want that. <laughs>